Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody. Uh, once again, we've got uh, interesting soundboard issues, and Mark is trying to balance these out. I, I sound good. You sound good. I don't know what you're pressing, but <clears throat> you're just not going to be happy until something's on fire. Um, we're back after a, a kind of surprising hiatus. Uh, we're all okay here, but uh, it, it was funny. I was giving Mark a bunch of crap about how, of course, we're a movie review and movie-centric show, and we just take the weekend of the Oscars off. We don't, we don't do anything, but for a number of other reasons, we were just not able to put the show together. So it was, uh, it was a, it was a weird thing. I was actually having a conversation with you, even though you weren't there as if we were doing the show when I was watching the Oscars. So at least I was there in spirit. So here we go. All right. I don't, I don't know what's going on. I think it sounds all right. I feel like it's okay, but yeah, it, we right. just didn't have it coming through the computer. So uh, it was really weird, right. quiet and coming almost, through the computer. And it always so. does that. So anyway. Right. So as far as people are listening are concerned, this might be dead air, but, <laughs> but it's <laughs> always a gamble with us. Right. We'll see what happens. Um, Welcome to Are You Instant Reactor See, Review. I don't, we, I don't should do like, your, we should start. I know it by heart, over. but I don't do your intro. That's your intro. Uh, I am areyouscreening.com's <laughs> own Mark Eastman, and with me as always is co-host extraordinaire Shane Leonard. Hello. Who you've been listening to ramble for a few minutes. Biden this time. week we are doing Jack the Giant Slayer, and actually it is kind of funny that we didn't do anything last week, but yeah. it, it just turned into a just one completely weeks. insane week. Yeah. Um, and we did get some emails, and I just oh, cool. I, I do want to say, um, you know, email us as weeks are progressing and uh, stuff's coming up. If you're listening to us, there's a movie coming out. You know, send us an email if you're not you know, able to listen live and call in or get right. in the chat or anything like that, send us an email. You can send us something for stuff that's coming up and say, you know, I have questions about this or send us some questions about, you know, your reactions to the shows from before. Right. And, you know, we will get to you on the air. If you yeah. are listening live, right. the phone line's open, the chat room's open, uh, you know, get get to us that way and join in the conversation however like you we can. Need, like we need to compound anything, but do you have a Twitter feed going for this as well? Uh, I know you've got one for uh, Are You Screening, but is it is it also Not for a show? specific one for okay. this. I, I was just wondering if ahead. there was always, like, people could tweet yeah, at us. No. Or, okay. no, but you could always tweet at, you know, you Are can You do Screening. The, are You Screening and we'll see it. That, we just, that'll work. But. Like, we need one more live window open to see what's happening but yeah no no that that would be great um but yeah we should like be live tweeting during this thing yeah, too be because we don't have enough things that right we're trying to juggle at all at the same time <laughs> awesome um we did uh i do want to say uh coming up on areyouscreening.com you know check out the site there's a bunch of dvd giveaways coming up in the next week and everything plus there are some going on still right now right we're always having giveaways and you can uh rate our show Mm-hmm. And leave us a review on uh, iTunes and enter for your chance to win every movie that we review this year on Blu-ray. And now e- everything we review on this show. On the show. 
not everything that we review right. on RE screening because that man would that be, would be hard. That, we just that, throw out stuff. It's insane enough the way it is, yeah. right? Right. Um, but enter to win uh, everything we review, and you can go to rescreening.com. All the details are there. It's really easy to find. There's a page about it. And uh, then, like I said, we got some emails. Yeah. And we got like uh, I wondered if we would because seven or eight emails that were all the same thing, and all these people wanted to know is uh, how did you do on the Oscar thing. Oh, in my in my Oscar bag. because you talked about last time we were on. You talked about how yeah. you you've got that going and you've yep. got making your prediction. I, I hit the whole thing. I, and I don't. Uh, you didn't participate in any. I even thought about bringing you into mine, but then the week got all crazy for right. for you more than me, and I was just like, well, he doesn't need one more thing. Even though right. this was the kind of thing you didn't really need to handicap, you could have rattled off your picks right pretty easily. I I went uh, I went uh, five hundred. I lost one. Um, which was the strangest, the strangest Oscar pool I was in was with the people that I've been in the Oscar pool betting for the longest. So sometimes we get bored and we just mix up these things. Right. This year we had an interesting one where you had two ballots to choose from, picked what you thought the Academy would pick, and then you picked what you really wanted to have win. And there was a way that we figured out the, the sliding scale of the numbers, how you would win or lose. Yeah, based all on sorts this. of algorithms going on. <laughs> we did, and it was actually it was fun. It's almost like doing fantasy sports and then being like really into it. Where if you have only eight categories, right. which are easy, and then you got like thirty, which are like how you bat on a Tuesday if it's raining. That that like would that. actually that would actually be really cool. Somebody should come up with that. You know, like fantasy movie studio. And I've you, seen and a you couple get, of them. You get your actors, and right? Directors you can cast and, stuff and you like get that. and then you get points based on your weekend box office and stuff. But exactly. I I actually did. I say I lost, but I came in second place, which actually meant I didn't lose anything because I didn't win the prize, but the lowest people tied for last place and they had to buy the winner. Right. Uh, and we we have to buy things like uh, gift certificates to iTunes so you can rent films or we just buy you a movie outright on iTunes. Right. The other Oscar pool that I played uh, in, I won. So I got a $25 gift certificate for iTunes so I can rent movies or whatever there. And, and that was pretty cool. Sweet. Um, but I had an, I had and, a big advantage mean, on those. Did, now, did you win? Because people will ask me, right? Yeah. Because uh, we'll just get the same emails next get it over, now. Yeah. But so, did you win? Like, you know, you got five right, and that was more than everyone else. Or did you get like almost everything right? Or you know, how like how many things? Yeah, did, they did. How well did you do really on uh, getting the correct answer of what they would pick right. or whatever? The the one that I didn't win that I played um, and came in second, we only did the top twelve. You know, right. so it wasn't well, cinematography, yeah, right. it wasn't costume design, it was just actor, actress, screenplay. You know, we do a couple little things, but right. we get to it. The one that I did win was a full Oscar sheet of everything: best animated short, best European Sunday movie. You know all right. these things, and and I'm convinced after talking with people afterwards that I won that because of how much movies I have seen, how many movies I have seen. Right. Like I saw pretty much everything last year. Right. Even the films that were up for you know no one else had seen a more. Right. You know they were just like oh I, that looks awesome but i guess it's not going to win and i was right. like that's winning that that <laughs> you don't understand well, yeah. like that's winning that that one i thought so was so i had an unfair advantage i i felt like i was I, an I inside feel like trader that that specific movie though now i mean that is always a crazy category and you yeah. know no one's going to have a great idea especially when you have you know several movies nominated for best foreign film All right Who's really seen all those movies? Right, and and, I, I and be able to you know, and be able to make like a fair right. 
right. statement about, you know, this is the best one of those movies. Uh-huh. That's just never going to no. work out, right? But when you have a year where you have a movie nominated for Best Foreign Picture and Best, best picture, picture, right? That, you got to think that, that better win. Yeah, this is what I was telling. And I was, it was a fun pool. It was people who like movies. It wasn't just someone who decided, right. hey, I got 10 bucks to throw away. Right. You know, it was just people that were having fun. But there was only one other person who saw that and they voted for it. And then later when we were, you know, because there's a bunch of friendly taunting going on. Right. And I just, I said basically the same thing. I'm like, guys, when you have a crossover film that does this, odds are that that's <laughs> right. happening for a reason. I mean, what kind of craziness would <laughs> so, it be, really, if that didn't win Best <laughs> right. Foreign Picture? And then took Best Picture. You know? Then, right. I know. Like, it's, it, you actually get... Best Picture get, of all time. You actually get country, enough you know? votes, yeah. you know, to make it on to nominated for Best Picture, and then somehow you don't win... Right. Best foreign picture, was, that, that would be insane. The one thing I did think that was interesting, and then we'll jump to you know our stuff, which is the one that we had to, the earlier one, the one that I do with everybody every year. Everybody's pick this year was, you know, because you get a movie, you get a, you win a movie and everyone, if they lost, had to buy you, the, they chipped in or they had to buy you outright the movie. Everyone was picking Sound City, the Dave really? Grohl music wow. documentary. Right, right. And, and it was funny, I didn't know it because all the emails with all the, uh, draft picks were coming in one at a time. And at the end, you know, you were supposed to say, like, if I win, this is what I want. And one after another, it was Sound City, Sound City, Sound City. And I haven't seen it yet either, right. but I was just like, this is kind of funny that everybody is, I mean, we're all friends and everybody's we've all been friends for a long that, time, right. but everybody's dialed into this movie. Yeah. So, Was there anything that, like, really... Uh you know, messed you up, but did you, did you have something that... No, I missed, I missed a few categories. What's funny, last year... I, I hit every category right. It was perfect, like just no mistakes anywhere. And this year I missed a few, nothing real notable. Uh, there were a few things that I I wanted. Like I didn't see Tarantino winning, you know, and I got that. Yeah, that was a surprise, that, actually. That, that, that was, was a surprise. That caught me. I was like, it would be nice, but I don't think that's going to happen. And we really liked Django Unchained, but I didn't see that happening at all. And I, I missed that. I, did, I didn't see that happening at all. And I And I have to say, you know, for me, anyway, I, that wasn't the best directing this year, I don't think. I don't think that's what should have won. Yeah. I'm not even really sure how that happened with the Academy. You know, I, I could yeah. see other groups maybe picking right. him, but he does not seem like the guy that the Academy Right. Yeah, it was a picks, weird one, right? That, I mean, that, that they picked him. And I, got, and I got caught. I didn't get Ang Lee right for best director either. Right. I figured he was... You know, when you see these, that, that movie had really in. kind of fallen away too. Yeah. Once it, you know, right, pe- it started, people were talking yeah. about it a lot, and then as soon as various awards started coming out and everything, it was like no one was mentioning no one was that anymore. Yeah. You know. And it, so that was that was basically the two. They were the only two big ones that I really missed because I just didn't. I just right. didn't think it. It would have been nice to have they, seen Quentin Tarantino. They were strange. I, I didn't sure. really think Ang Lee had a shot at right. all. I still just think it's hilarious now that, you know, uh, now that that week's out. And we've been talking about this several times because it really irritated me. Yeah. It, that uh, Christoph Waltz, <laughs> right. you know, gets it again. Awesome still, you know, didn't get the, even <clears throat> nominated right. by the uh, Broadcast Film Critics right. Association for the Critics' Choice Movie Awards. Yeah. That just... Blew me, me away, away yeah, that he didn't even get nominated. He, now he's won the I Golden love Globes and the he, Oscars. Right, anytime he works with Tarantino, he just 
send him the gold man. Just give him the Oscar. Right, I just think right. that's awesome. It's like when Frank Darabont adapts a Stephen King jail story. He's got he's got to <laughs> oh, Just right. give it to him. Right. Like you're very specific about these things. But. Right. Okay, so uh, Jack the Giant Slayer. Um, you know, this is a movie actually that I would yeah. I would really love some people to maybe call in or, yeah. or at least get in the chat, assuming anyone can actually hear us. I think, I mean, I think we're, I we're, think we're being heard. We're having our technical. Well, issues, hell, just pop into the chat and tell us if you can hear us. That'd be cool too. That would be that would be actually pretty cool. But um, this is a movie where, like I said, I would really love to have somebody who went and see it saw it this weekend, you know, mm-hmm. just say, yeah, I liked it or something because this movie was really weird. And it's funny yeah. because, you know, when we were in line yeah. about to go into the movie, we're like, you know, buying our popcorn and yeah. stuff. And, and I'm sitting there going, you know, I'm kind of still holding out a little bit of hope yeah. for this movie yeah, because <laughs> we both were getting so just turned off by watching the trailer such a bad trailer uh, over and over again week yeah. after week and the trailer for this is just horrible yeah. so it's like <laughs> you know the main thing if i'm reviewing this show right now live if you're listening to the show and you're thinking or you know if you're listening to it later and you're thinking am i going to go see it next weekend or something like that right it's like the main thing i have to say is don't let the trailer fool yeah. you because yeah. The trailer was just well, killing me yeah. every week. It, it just, it just looks, looks so bad. It just looks like almost silly. Yeah, like where, like you're not even trying. And then you're sitting there going, you know, it's Brian Singer, right? He knows what he's doing, yeah. right? I mean, he's not he's not making. You might not like his movies, but he's not he making knows. garbage right. He's right. He's not it. making things that are just you know, you walk out on or right. something and just go, this is ludicrous. Right. Which is what the trailer looks like. Yeah. The trailer looks like it really did. It looked unforgivable. If I, if I was a regular person, I wouldn't make it through half of it before I went, <laughs> yeah. yeah, whatever. whatever. I, uh, I got other stuff to do. I mean, it just looks so silly. Yeah. Well, that was one of the things that we were talking about afterwards. And there's, there's a, it, this will be an interesting week for us because I don't know how we'll talk about the movie yet. Obviously we're just starting about it, but, um, when we walked out, one of the things that we said to each other was, "the the trailer is just so horribly misleading." Right. That, that ultimately, that was our first thought walking and, out. And, yeah. and I understand the movie's getting killed in some aspects. You know, most of the reviews that I'm seeing are below average. They're mm-hmm. D plus. No one's giving it an F outright, but it's right. D plus D. You know, at best a C minus. And then there are a few people that are like, "Wow, this is really fun and right. exciting." And 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 I I. I get it if they're only grading it on the trailer. <laughs> right. But even the well, stuff, and what you said after we left was even some of the scenes that we constantly bemoaned after we would see the trailer for anything in the context of exactly, the film it was actually it was actually all right. It so, is it is so bizarre. Thing, yeah. it, it is so, anyway. it is so bizarre. There are parts in the trailer and then we were also talking about how you know we go into this movie and have to watch the Lone Ranger trailer. <laughs> Right, which yeah. has like an equally stupid part. Oh, like God. it's like the Lone That's Ranger bad. trailer is trying to make that look really stupid too. Yeah, in in pretty much the same way yeah. because Maybe. you know this has the one thing that uh, really is terrible in the trailer. First of all, you've got you and McGregor like throwing out every like just cheesy Horrible line for no reason, line. Yeah. right? That it seems like, you know, he's practically a jester. Yeah. Right. By the time you get to the movie. Right. 
And then the other one is they, you know, they're sliding across the ground and then they stop just before they hit the sharp pointy thing, right? right? And then, you know, oh, that worked out better than I right. planned or whatever yeah, with right. the with the goofy line. And both of those things. Now the sliding into the thing is still not, you know, great awesome, or anything. It's, it's not like a great scene, right. but the way that it actually happens in the movie, it's like, oh well, okay. Right. I mean, it's it's not a terrible thing. Right. I don't know if it's possible to fix that in the Lone Ranger because yeah, that know. one really that one looks, looks stupid. But but it's we'll it's see. not that bad. But everything about the trailer is like, you know, I don't even know what we're after at that point. Yeah. When you take this movie, you know you have this movie, and what you decide to do with trying to get people to go to it with the trailer is make the trailer into this. I'm not even sure what your theory is anymore. Like, uh, you know, only really stupid people are going to go see this. So let's make it seem like the movie's really stupid for them. Yeah. And then, and then maybe they'll go. I don't, yeah. I don't know what that is, but the movie is not nearly that bad. Mm -hmm. We should say too, if you're looking at a lot of reviews, like you were talking about reviews, I know I looked a few days ago and, you know, I try not to read reviews yeah. before we see the movie or whatever, but I do often like to look at, you know, like the Rotten Tomato score, or the Metacritic, right. the score overall rating at the moment. See right. where we are in kind of a general way, and they both were like about fifty yeah. percent. Now that will change yeah. a, a lot of times to at least, you know, it'll it'll move some. So by now it might be a little different, yeah. but but they both were like right around fifty percent. And you have to remember, if you do go and look at reviews, this is the kind of movie where there is a certain you know, percentage of critics where this is only going to be so high no matter right. what. No happens. matter what. This could be like, this could be perfect. Yeah. And at best you'd get like a B minus or right. a C plus because there just are, you know, tons of critics out there that are, you know, just going, right. Uh, it's a goofy, right. silly thing. So it can only be rated so high. So yeah. that can give you like a skewed yeah. perspective too. But a few of the, actual reviews that I got to, they are really kind of taking this apart yeah. and I don't really get it. Yeah. And I'm even one of the people going into it going, yeah, yeah this looks stupid. And still at the end, I don't get what's so bad about it. I, you know, I ultimately thought we, okay. And just because we do this too, we saw this yesterday and we saw it in 3d. Right. And just to get that out of the way, cause I know you get questions about that along the way. Um, you know, when we walked out a couple of the things, that I remember talking to you about as we were making our way to the car, which was the trailer, which we've already talked about. And that overall the rating, and it's still a 50 on Metacritic. I don't, I don't know what Rotten right, Tomatoes right. has it yet. So it's still pretty much 50 isn't, you know, half glass, half full it's empty. Not, it's actually not that great. Right, 50 is right. generally unfavorable. But I remember saying, you know, that's not as bad as I thought it was. And it is certainly not as bad as the 50 seems to point to it. Right. Mm. Now, that being right. said, not that I'm not, not that it's great or anything. No, I mean, that still, being that's, said, that's like harsh. I, I enjoyed it more than I thought I would based on the idea of the reviews I was seeing. I didn't look at any specifics, just the numbers, like what you said, but also by the trailer. And I was using those two. I was surprised at how much better the film was than that. But all that being said, I'm not super wild about this movie. No. But, but and, and part of the trick of the review is, am I going to talk about... I'm going to talk more about what I felt about the film versus in contrast to how negative it's getting beaten up. But right. I could easily just defend it and sound like I'm favorable for it, like three right. out of four stars. Exactly. 
by defending it and saying this isn't as horrible as everyone's making it sound. But that would be misleading because I wasn't wild about it anyway, but it, right. it definitely is not as bad as it sounds. For me, the film the film has a couple of very definite, huge – I mean, you want to make puns. You want to talk about giant problems, but right. ha, 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 you know, giants. Right. Um, I have to do that. The English degree makes it happen. Yeah, yeah. It, there are a couple problems with it, and one of them is it just doesn't commit to knowing who its audience is. Right, and that was a problem for me in the film, and maybe and, that's and what you can some even have. you can even see that clearly see coming it. through in what we did with the trailer, right? Because and and that exactly. does kind of come through in the movie, <clears throat> and that was you know part of what holds me back from liking it even more is pretty much like you know just what you said, like because when I watch a movie and I know that there is a movie. That this could have been pretty easy. That it's there you know? somewhere. If yeah. this would have like, if this would have just shifted gears a little bit mm-hmm. and really stuck with one side of what it was doing, right? It would have been. We could have had yeah, something exactly. that was actually really cool and would, you know, I kept kind of thinking of um, when I was watching it, like The Princess Bride. Me too. Because it's like, you know, if you think about The Princess Bride and think, what if we had made The Princess Bride in the way that we made this? You oh, know, man. nobody yeah. would remember it anymore. Nope. It'd be like, yeah, well, whatever. Absolutely. Be, but if we totally had made this movie with the kind of like commitment to what we were doing that we made Princess Bride, we could have had like this would have been like a new classic that, film. Something that would yeah. have, you know, 20 years later, you would be, you know, you'd be watching it over and over. Yeah. Which sounds strange because there's so many like kind of silly parts in it yeah. in a way. But no, you're right. It did. But it does a lot of things. It has that side in it. Yeah, it, it does. It just doesn't do it all the time. And yeah. It doesn't like stick with it. Um, so so anyway, if if you don't know, right, this right. is the story of Jack and the Beanstalk with yep. the, you know, this is once again this weird subgenre yeah. that we were talking about not very long ago where it's you think you know the real story. Right. And we go back and, like, tell this whole thing. And I, and I guess tell you, too, like, the ending to this movie really, yeah. like – Sucked. I hated. <laughs> I hated the end. You know, like the no very punches pulled. There. The the very very end yeah, part where all of a sudden it's like, aha! And now you see what happened. And I'm like, oh, did we need that? Yeah. Come on, yeah. that's just like really goofy. Although I'll tell you, there's this Funny. little kid at the very end who looked just creepy like Stanley Tucci, and I was like, going, yeah. How did they do that? Yeah, Seriously, that like, was messed up. They took some kid who looked a little bit like him, and then they like CGI'd his face or right. did something. I don't it know. Might be, but might be too cheap. It was kid, weird. But yeah, it was, maybe, it was maybe, weird. That maybe was very. I was like, man, that's a weird place to but put that some CGI. Whole, but that whole part, I was yeah. just like, oh, if we would have just <laughs> stopped right. before we got to that, yeah. you know, I could have even seen if they would have taken that part and and had the the same basic theory mm-hmm. right as that part but not gotten to, not to that point of just pushing it to there to, yeah you know like like we took that we took that crown and and made it into something else and mm-hmm. then something right but not what we made it into, right, right? right i don't know i mean you know now we're babbling for people who Haven't don't, seen don't know yet. what's going on wow. so um anyway jack is uh, you know the uh 
the farmer and we've mm-hmm. got the the king and the we have a princess who doesn't like you know has there ever been a princess who wanted to who be the just princess? said yeah i'm the princess yeah i'm, I'm just gonna, gonna hang out the I, want, I was thinking that too i'm like man it's it just it's so echoing of all the best films like princess bride and recently brave and it's just right. there's always a princess who doesn't want to be the princess right. the king is doing stuff her mother's trying to console her and, and condition her she fights with the mom she gets in trouble she escapes the mom pays you know right and and, and it's just really give like give me there's, a princess there's you this, know yeah you know, the, Whenever you watch a movie, it's like, you know, ha- is this really how things happened? Like, <laughs> yeah. in in true history, has there ever been like a prince or princess or something right. who just said, eh, "I'm the prince, right. that works, that's it, <laughs> yeah. that's cool, with deal me. with it." <laughs> so she's like, you know, she wants to escape and meet the real people and whatever. Mm-hmm. And Dad, the king, is very protective of her, right. whatever. She is set to marry Stanley Tucci. Robert, who yep. who is uh, whoever he is? He's just he's, he's just dropped in as he's the guy. The, he's the guy marry, who right. is uh, you know he's kind of got, like got the king in his pocket. Like he mm-hmm. kind of runs. He later says things. in the film when he's talking to Jack, you know, there's there are three men who can do harm to you, and he rattles off the titles, and they're official titles, and he happens to be everyone, and, and he's all of them, and it's right. like the chief constable of this, and the king's royal consulate of that, and, yeah, and whatever. So, so anyway. So he's just like but Mr. He has Mr. Mr. Big Shot, right? Right. And so the king has arranged that they will be married and right. yada yada. And 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 that's not good enough for Roderick. Right. And actually it's funny because uh that all kind of comes out really early in the movie. Yeah. You know he's the bad guy with his evil plot pretty really, quick. really yeah. early. Yeah. And the movie starts out when both Jack and the princess are really little kids yeah. and they are hearing the fairy tale right. about the giant about the giants and how it's interesting because the way this story starts is actually that this has all happened before right it will all happen again right and it's right. like you know the beanstalk all happened before you yep. the giants came down it was all horrible and in a in a kind of a weird way to throw things out i thought anyway it all happened because some some you know wizards or whatever were trying to create a way to get to heaven right. by having a big beanstalk go up to heaven right. or something. Right. And I was like, that's a little that's a little a little much, but different. Yeah. Anyway. And except unfortunately the beanstalk goes up to giant land that's up in the sky. Right. And the giants come down the beanstalk and then they make this crown that lets people do whoever wears it controls the giants right. or something. Some other completely bizarre Created black from magic the heart of a giant thing that they right. killed and they bound it and magic so uh yeah so it turns out so then we have these beans and we have the crown and they were buried with the king at mm-hmm. the time yada yada and this is all like so long ago that it's legend legend right and nobody anymore believes that it actually right. happened it's right. just all super far gone history um which you know, man, the Giants live a long time. Yeah, apparently, yeah, <laughs> because right. that's a long time. That is a long time to wait for uh, for something to actually get to the point where nobody believes that it happened right. anymore. That's a long time yeah. ago. So yeah. anyway, um, but Roderick apparently, for whatever reason, knows that it's real yep. and all this, and he goes in and gets the beans and 
on and on. And then, of course, Jack stumbles into the story, mm-hmm. and and he gets the beans, and he goes home, and his uncle is not happy because right. he sold his horse for magic beans, and so right. we get the story story. Right. And uh, and then the princess shows up yep. at, at his doorstep because, of course, she has you know gotten really irritated with her father and taken right. off in the middle of the night or whatever. Right. Because why would that not happen? And and the beans spill and the thing and so the the big beanstalk comes up, takes the whole house and the princess with it. Yep. And then we get uh the you know, king's chief guardians and all yeah. all start climbing up the thing to right. go up and Roderick goes with because obviously that's his whole scheme anyway. Right. He's, yeah. His scheme is the fact that he's going to marry the princess and rule the kingdom already is yeah. not good enough for him. Right. Which that's a little weird too. Some men want I, more I than... feel like we might have had him in a slightly yeah. different position and maybe the whole thing makes a little bit more sense. Yeah. Other than you're already going to, you know, rule your right. whole kingdom and well, I need to rule the whole I want universe too, right? or something. Yeah. Right. right. <laughs> um so his plan is to go up and rule the giants and have the giants come down and take everything over, right. and he will just be supreme ruler of the universe, I guess, Yeah. with the caveat that he will never again for the rest of his life be able to take that crown off. Right. Which is kind of a rub, really, if you're thinking, yeah. if you're thinking about ruling the world forever. Right. Anyway, so they all go up, and Jack goes up too, and then we have the whole thing where they're climbing forever, and then the king and, like, everyone else are just, like, camped out at the bottom of the beanstalk going, well, let's see what happens. We'll wait, so, yeah. So they're supposed to go up and try and, uh, you know, get the princess back and mm-hmm. and the whole thing, and then, you know, hilarity ensues, whatever. Right. Then we've got all the giants, and we've got Bill Nye is the uh, – general of the giants because yeah. he's not the king yeah. because yeah. the other giant thumb right right <laughs> makes sure to point out that giants don't have kings yeah he's they, the they, general. they don't like that idea so he's <laughs> he's the general and and then i don't know you know seriously that's pretty much what happens is that hilarity ensues right i mean conflict, exactly conflict exactly and and... It, it, to a certain extent just what you think is going to happen is going to happen you know right. they get captured by the giants the giants find out the people are there mm-hmm. roderick obviously showed up with the crown specifically for that purpose so you know that's going to happen right and, and the whole thing. And then uh, Ewan McGregor and Jack and the princess, and then it's like back and forth, and mm-hmm. how do we overcome this? And, and that's pretty they, much what They happens, discover Roderick's right? plan, and then they have to foil him and the giants in the attack and get down and right. all these things. They don't even – yeah, and what's interesting is they don't even discover his plan. He just actually tells it to brings him, like, his plan like, home. Hey, he has the crown the on, yeah. and they're still, they're still at the point of where they've been captured by giants. Right. And he just walks in, and they think that, hooray, right, he's got saved. the crown on, right. and we're saved, and not so much. <clears throat> right. And, uh, you know, it's interesting the way stuff plays out, except, you know, in the overall scheme, that, like I said, it is kind of what you think. If you just had to write out, like, the bullet points of the plot, right. you pretty much know what's going to happen, just like, you know, 99% of movies. Right. But right. – the way stuff happens is actually pretty cool. There yeah. are a lot of things that happen in this movie that, you know, 
totally surprised me, yeah. really. Especially because there are a lot of characters in the movie yeah. that you don't really expect that's quite how we're going to get to the next step. Right. You know we're getting to the next step, yeah. right? But but they they build these characters up, and a lot of uh, what what happens, the way we progress to kind of the next stage of things is the exact opposite of like what the screenwriting what a one book tells you would have told you yeah. <laughs> you know yeah, it's it like there's a lot of stuff where you've got some character and you go well okay so here's where he'll be in the next spot and then well no look he got He's killed over here dead now yeah. and people are just dropping like flies <laughs> yeah. in this movie when that is just not what you expect to happen. Right. We we give a lot of time to these characters. And you know, I don't I don't want to spoil everything that that happens in the movie, but th- one of the parts that's funny about it too is that we have all of these characters who, you know, we have plenty of like, you know, the red shirts from Star Trek, who, right. you know, when we see them, we know <laughs> yeah. they're dead, yeah. right? We have plenty of those guys who we know are dead, but it's like, you know, at one point Bones dies and then right. Sulu dies yeah. and yeah. it's right. like, you know, what? Yeah. You're going, right. I didn't expect that. Because gonna happen. Yeah. you get a lot, you know, Roderick has like his little henchman guy yeah. and, and we actually get a pretty decent amount of character development for him, even though he's kind of a, you know, he's mostly just standard little henchman guy. He's your Igor, basically. But, but we yeah. see him quite a bit, and yeah. we, he's got a lot of different stuff going on, and you know, what's popping into your mind, especially when it happens, is not well, he's dead. Right. I, I mean, and there's yeah. there's just a lot of that going on, and, and way more than that, that I won't even, like, give away. Right. But especially if you, if you just kind of jump to the end of the movie... And you go, who isn't here that I figured would be <laughs> right. at, at the end? Sizable list of people that aren't there. <laughs> there's there's yeah. quite a few. Yeah. So it, it's very weird. And even uh, certain things like when we do get to the end, there's eventually, obviously, because, I mean, you see it in the trailers, we eventually get to the point where there is like real big conflict right. on the ground with the giants who have made it down there and it's giants versus castle. And, you know, you, you see parts in the trailer where it's, you know, he like the giant like throws the windmill thing right. and, right. and all this stuff. So, you know, that conflict's coming, but even during like certain parts of that conflict, there's a lot of stuff that goes on towards the end where mm-hmm. you're like, I, that's, that's not how I saw that coming. Right. Uh, right. When you get to the end of the movie, you go, I knew I was going to be here. Yeah. But it, but it actually gives you something like it, it it's really trying. And yeah. that, that is a lot of what makes me, you know, think of Princess Bride kind right. of stuff. Like, you know, we're trying to do something different and it's just in the end, kind of like a fun, goofy movie. Yeah. You know, we're not, reinventing the wheel here on just having kind of a good time with a bunch of special effects. Right. But at least we're trying to tell a story and mix it up a little and do things differently and have you at least have some stuff happen while you're watching where you go, Whoa, okay. I, you know, so maybe I don't know exactly what's going to happen next. There are a lot of parts where you really, really do know what happens next. Right. 
there's uh, during one part where they're captured, and now you've got this really weird uh, giant who's going to cook them. Right, the chef, the big like. As soon as they're in there, and you kind of get to the early on, you've got uh, Ewan McGregor is as we've seen in the trailers. Also, he's going to get like wrapped up in a pastry right. and get baked. Or he's whatever. a big pig in a blanket. Like as soon as we see that part. Everything that happens in that scene, you know exactly what's going to happen right. every single second mm-hmm. of that scene, which makes that just stand out horribly Yeah. as, well, I didn't think this is the movie I was watching. You yeah. know, even to the extent that, you know, the giant has to be really gross and stupid and, yeah. you know, pick his nose and, and all that stuff, which is just like so... Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It's just like, why do we have to do that? But everything that happens in that whole scene, everybody escaping, everybody, oh my God, they're not going to escape, whatever, bad right. things are happening. Like everything that happens in that scene, you know exactly what's going to happen. But that's like right in the middle of this movie where we're doing things this other way. Right. And so it just makes, you know, if the movie had been worse all the way through. Yeah then a scene like that like wouldn't stand out. It wouldn't be – it's kind of like jarring. To me, it was anyway. Yeah. To get to that scene and just go, oh, now this is what this I'm is watching. What I'm and that's a, that's a pivotal scene for a lot of what most of my gripe about the movie is. Because um, it's, it's like what you're describing, you know, that the princess is still in a cage. She's soon to be a pig in a blanket. Elmont, who's Ewan McGregor's guy, right. he's already wrapped up and he's kind of trapped and thinking, well, this – Sucks. I don't know how I'm going to get out of this. Jack comes in, and and they've established that the giants are fearsome looking and voracious for human blood. Like they love it. They're like sharks, right. and that it tastes so good. And, and, and you so and you have this thing now too that uh, like I I alluded to really quickly, but we can't miss that because it does kind of play into that. Is that these are the same giants, right? The, yeah, they're not the offspring of. Who they've just the been alive. They've for, just been living forever. forever, right? And so they are the same giants who are really mad now, right? And and have and been got a, for a really yep. long time. They've got a grudge against humans. They want to come it's back. Like, Right. If these were like all new giants, then this whole eating right. humans thing would not be. How would they know? I mean, they right. exactly. it, they like, wouldn't have would like you, that yeah. taste. Right? Yeah, but no, they've got it, and they love. There are times in the film where they love showing it, and that's one of the red shirts when they meet the giants first. He thinks, well, I'll take this giant on. I'll defend myself, and he just picks him up, and tears his head off. Right. You know, bites his head off, and so he's in this. The chef giant is in this scene, and <clears throat> because it couldn't pick a direction, you know, and it wants to appease everybody. And in doing that, doesn't seem to really appease any one person for very long. They show the giant for the little kids who are there because it looks like a kid movie. He's picking his nose and he's eating it. Right. And when we were watching the film, I was very aware of this moment. I didn't know what was happening. All I knew is what you said in the in the trailer. You see Ewan McGregor get rolled up and he's right. waiting next to some pigs to be cooked. The giant is preparing this big dish in this giant oven kitchen that looks dark and dangerous and dungeony. And he picks his nose and he eats it. And all the kids in the audience go, oh. And I heard many of them. And so now you've appeased the kids. You've you've humored the giants. You've made them comedic and clownish. Right. So now the kids aren't so scared. Okay, so now you've got that demographic satisfied. But this is supposed to be kind of a frightful thing because you get real close up on the giant and you see that he's actually very scary. He's got bad teeth, breath, blah, blah, blah. He's going to eat the hero. 
So now you're trying to juggle and move around from pandering, and it and it felt pandering. Yeah. Pandering to the little kids who were there because the trailer made them think it was a movie for them, to the adults who know everything that's going to happen because we've seen the trailer and we know that it's only 45 minutes in and Ewan McGregor is not going to die. Right. To you know, to all of these well, things. Well, except that you know, well, you know, it, it, so, it at least gave you a, a bit of that. Right. Now, you and McGregor, you figure, really is not going to die well, at this point in the movie, but still, it's got it's there. It, it's you know? got a lot, and it just—it's one of these things that that if it had just made up its mind, you know, like, and it, and it's not uncommon to to think that a film can do this because. Snow White and the Huntsman tried last year. This is one of right. these genre films that you're talking about now right. that are the new rave. We're gonna because there's a land, you know, there's a whole ocean of topics to pick from, right. from fairy tales, and let's make them adult now. Right. And Snow White and the Huntsman tried. It wasn't really for your kids. That was a pretty much right. adult that, version that of here's what really happened. Much more serious, you know. Yeah. And this wants to do it at times. And if it had just been that, it would have been great. And, and, or, and Snow White and the Huntsman kind of had the same problem. It too, did. It did in a way. It, it sort of went back and forth right. while you were watching that movie. And that that's a movie that's kind of a good example of that because that movie had like so many problems. At one point, really, especially early on, that movie was just called The Huntsman. The Huntsman, And right. was supposed to just be about The Huntsman yep. and then, you know, kind of accidentally about all this other all stuff the other, because yeah. that's what happened to him right. too. Right. And Snow White's there and everything, but right. but it was supposed to be his story. And then we signed on somebody that we thought was going to really get a lot of people in. And then it was like, ah, we have to Gotta kind make of a refocus yeah. things a little bit. Well, and this movie's weird because you had said this a while ago and I knew this. I just, I'd forgotten it until recently. This was supposed to come out last summer. Like right. this has just been on the shelf for like six, seven months. Right. And it's kind of weird. Like it, it feels like a summer movie. But it also doesn't feel like a film that you're going to remember for very long, right. you know, and it's partial. Jeez, that's good. Um, <laughs> forgot to turn my phone off. Sorry. Uh, I remember to in the theater. I just never remember to when we're doing the show. Um, it just it felt like it was pretty forgettable, even though in the moment there are plenty of times where it's enjoyable. Right. But I don't feel like I'm ever going to really talk about this in the way. And again, putting it up against The Princess Bride is both unfair to this but also perfect because if it had made decisions like the princess bride had done, this would have maybe been a new contemporary kind of film to talk about and to hold it up to. But in the end, like you, this is in a way, this kind of feels like the kind of film that you drop your kid off at the movie theater because they want to see a film. And the last exorcism part two is too scary. Right. Over 21 is too adult. It's too over 21. This yeah. is the safe film that covers like this diagram of you know 12 well maybe 10 to 16 right and doesn't really hit hard on any one of them continually but and, but i've got to go and by my doesn't, and doesn't get you to the point where you can move then past that like right. princess bride like anyone can watch anyone princess can watch bride. princess bride at any age and still be right. enamored with it because it's not you know it's it's wisely and and this is the other thing that's really weird this film has a pool of talent like oh yeah, Ryan Singer is amazing. And, McCoury and is it's great. not like the acting. The, the all the it's all the not established like anyone actors is are bad in it either. It, that's I the mean, frustrating thing. It's it's not everyone bad. is actually really good in yeah. it. And that that was the thing. You know, when that kind of translated from 
we're we're outside waiting to get in, and I'm going, you know, I just because we've yeah. been bad mouthing this movie forever <laughs> yeah. to each other because we've been sitting there going, you know, obviously we're going that's uh-huh. going to have to be the movie we do, All right. and oh my god, it just I'm looks, still not looking forward it, it to just it. Like, looks crazy, but I still was kind of going, you know, what is what is holding me up still yeah. is that Stanley Tucci and Bill Nye are right. in it yep. and they are not in every other movie that comes out right. and they do not make a bunch of movies where at the end you go, well, that was garbage. Right. Right. And I, and I'm going, something is going on in this movie yeah. that got them to be involved and both of them are great in it. Yeah, they are. And everybody <laughs> else is really good in it too. Like, uh, you know, even Ewan McGregor, who, you know, he can kind of go either way for me sometimes. Sometimes I really love him. Yeah. In in, in some movies, right? And <laughs> yeah. sometimes I go, uh, you oh, know, some, sometimes I don't love I'm, him. I'm a pretty big Ewan McGregor fan. I it, think he's on most of the time. Most, most of the time, most of the time I, I really like him, but I have seen a few things and not only that, but you know, some of the crazy small stuff, like he was in, uh, what was it? Beginners or, um, that, that little movie. I can't remember what it's called now. Anyway, it was about like, you know, his, his dad, it came out of the closet when he was like 60 oh, yeah, yeah, or something yeah, 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 like yeah. that. I yeah. think it was like beginnings or beginners beginnings. or whatever, something like that. And he was great in that. Yep. And it was just like this little beginners. thing. And he has been in a lot of stuff that I have loved him in. Yeah. He has been in a few things that I did not think were very good, right. nor did I think he was necessarily very good in them. Yeah. So, you know, he has a little bit more of uh, could go either way. Like Stanley right. Tucci, I don't remember seeing him I don't in remember anything, anything that, that I didn't love. Yeah, and because I'm an Ewan McGregor fan, I don't remember really... Well, I've skipped a couple of Ewan's films because they just didn't look bad, so I'm a little biased right. in saying I don't really see him in much that's bad, but, but I skipped the bad ones but, anyway. But he's good, and he's on. I mean, this right. is, he's... He's, he's having a lot of fun. Here. He doesn't get he's this, doing he's, good. He's never got this role before to be like the Lancelot, and he loves it. He right. eats it and right up. He could have had a bit more time. Yeah, he could have for his specific character to get uh, a little bit more of a full character out right. of him by the time we get to later parts. Yeah, where he's not just um, you know because we first meet him. When Jack, he's got a good scene in the beginning. Jack finds the princess right. when uh, accidentally, and he doesn't know it's her. Right. When he's just out, and she is, you know, in her sneaking out of the castle mode or right. whatever, under a cloak, and and uh, and then we meet him, yeah. right? And we keep seeing him for a few more minutes, but he doesn't really get a lot to work with beyond just kind of right, captain of the guard or right. chief. Princess Watcher, or, you know, general knight right. stuff, right? Yeah. And it's not until later in the movie that we get a little bit more meat to him. Right. And he could have had, like, a couple of earlier scenes somewhere where he just got a little, a little, more little, bit, a little yeah, bit more little going more. on. Right. But anyway, he's really good. Yep. And uh, Nicholas Holt, who's Jack. Yeah. He's not he's okay. awesome. Yeah, he's okay. But he is good, and he's holding his own in a in a rough spot with a yeah. lot of other people who are yeah. really good, right? And he and if and anybody, so he's he's doing all right. I don't know for sure. You know, this will make a whole lot of sense because it's out at the same time. He's having an amazing year so far because he's in warm, it, he's in warm bodies March. right now, and it's March, right? <laughs> right. He's in warm bodies, which is killing. <laughs> More puns. 
killing. He's uh, he's in this now. And even though obviously we just got done saying this was filmed, you know, this was ready to be released last summer, right. so it was filmed well before last summer. Right. This, if you hadn't, if I didn't know that, I would still say, I saw Warm Bodies a couple of weeks ago. I've seen this now. This feels like his first movie. Right. Like he's much more confident and capable in he, warm bodies he and is, it shows he's a lot more but he might have been he might have been a little bodies, bit off yeah. he, you know you got ian mcshane stanley tucci brian singer directing ewan mcgregor you might feel kind of in bill nye around you might feel a little insecure right, with your right. craft at that point but he he does all right right he he does he's not he's not he a does problem. plenty good enough yeah. he doesn't do um he doesn't exactly like shine in this movie right. or anything. He doesn't steal any scenes, but he's, but he's solid. But yeah, for what's going on, I mean, he's not the problem yeah. at right. all. So you've got all these people. All of them are doing really, really well. Good work, yeah. And if you take even, you know, if you could cut things, not like the trailer, right. but but just you know, look at like scene by scene or something like that. Mm-hmm. Just take like one little scene where you've got uh, Stanley Tucci. Yeah. Or just take one other scene where you've got, you know, you and McGregor and Nicholas Holt talking to each other or something like that. They would all seem awesome. Yeah. They, it, it would all be like, yeah. wow, Stanley Tucci is so good. And and he is really good in this movie, even mm-hmm. though the, there is a point where you can kind of see Stanley Tucci kind of uh, acknowledging the kind of movie he's in. Yeah. Uh, I guess. Yeah. I, I don't that's know. Good, no, that's a perfect way to put it. Because he does, you see him. He's just kind of like looking around, and he he knows he knows his role. No pun right, intended. Right. Like he's he's giving the camera purposefully, or Brian Singer has made him. But he's a he's the man. He but he pulls it off. He right. knows exactly what angle of cheek to show you, so he looks the most sneering when he doesn't have to do anything but stand there. You know, he's right. constantly this Disney villain, and you can tell by the way he's drawn. You right, know, and right. and by that I mean his posture and his pose and his eyes and his cheeks. The way he's turning, it, it's all very telling, and right. that's because he's the freaking man. He's awesome, right? And and yet you've got all that, and you have you know the movie like we really. It, this is a really hard movie to come up with like rating and and reviewing for yeah. me, because if I give like a star rating, it's going to be whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. Wherever that is. But if at the same time, like in kind of a you know Rotten Tomatoes way or something right. like that, like I have to give like just a thumbs up or a thumbs down, uh-huh. I would give this movie the thumbs up. Right. Whatever my rating is, what I would rather have people pay attention to is that I gave it a thumbs up. Right. Because it it has problems. It's irritating that it's not better. Right. Which is when you by know, all what, rights it what, should be what we're talking about a lot. Yeah. But in the end, what I would rather people know about it is that, yeah. you know, it's a pretty good time. Yeah. And it's worth watching most of the All people doing what yeah. they're doing. Right. And, and it's a lot of fun. And if that's what you're – hopefully, if you're going to this movie, that's what you're looking for yeah. is just to have some fun. Right. You're going to have some fun. Exactly. Come to the film for the right reason. You know, don't come to this to be the new, you know – CGI fest, you know, of whatever right. it is. I mean, there's a plenty of the, plenty of that around, but the tone of it, you know, when we were watching it and after, and we'd talked about this too, there was a moment in the story where it seems like that's where the end of the film was going to happen. And then it right. doesn't. And there's another 30 going. minutes, you know, and I thought at that point, oh, right, right. you know, uh, at that point, right. I, I was actually thinking like, I'm having fun here. This is okay. It's cool to be in the theater and I'm having a good time because this is right. a, a, a well enough 
the movie is doing well enough to keep me here. But it just feels like it's been it, it almost felt to me like it was just waiting and dying to get on TNT. Right. You and, know, like and, not, you know, not just, in the theater. Like, and it should be seen in the theater because there's a lot of fun stuff that's right. going on. But it just feels like this is the this is the and, Thursday and the, night TNT movie. The like, 3D of it is actually pretty cool. This, oh, that's it, the other it's thing. It's not uh, the greatest thing ever, but most 3D movies, and you know, people who've listened will know this, most 3D movies irritate me. Right. I, I don't really like 3D because of what people uh, usually do with it. Yeah, and I thought you were going to dislike this because I think in the hands of somebody other than Brian Singer, I think the gratuitous beanstalk animation, the, right, the right. giant saw, they didn't really make this too gratuitous to 3D. Like right. we could have, I felt like we could have seen this standard and just been perfectly and, and okay. And it would have been okay. The thing that works for me, and this is kind of my own personal standard on 3D, is that this movie did not have a whole lot of stuff coming out to get you. Right. It had a few spots where that happens and yeah. everything, and, you know, it, that's just going to happen, right? Right. But mostly the 3D was about depth. Yeah. Not coming out at you, right. but it's back farther. Yeah. Right? I and, agree. That's that the way 3D that works good. for me. Right. That is really good. When you're trying to make it look like it's just deeper, mm-hmm. not like, ooh, look, the scary thing came right. out at you. Look, I'm like, you know, this finger, is not right. the 70s, right. and I don't want... This will be... I'm not at Disney World <laughs> in yeah. like the 4D show, right. and look, it's right in front of me. Yeah. I mean, you know, when they get too crazy like that, then right. I'm just like, ugh. Then it's just like distracting. I'm shifting gears just for a second, but it makes me think of how much we're going to like... I, I assume we're going to see Oz in 3D, and that'll be oh, interesting yeah, right, because right. Oz looks like hopefully Sam Raimi has a control on it, like Brian Singer did, right? And it's not gratuitous because when these was, are going to be interesting movies, I yeah, think, to back see to back. back to back. Yeah. Well, when we were watching this, and there was one scene where the beanstalk exploding, there were. Oh, it, to be fair, there were a couple times I thought the 3D showed the problem that the regular CG. I had like there were a couple moments where it looked bad to me. Right there, and they were there noticeably are, bad. especially um, certain parts of the slower moving scenes when we're exactly. up in giant land. In la- yep. Yeah, there Those was there were times where you're like, wow, and there was a, there was a weird. Part... It's almost like it looked like suddenly we just slapped a daily in. Right. And, exactly. And, not, and just and did we didn't instead. get anywhere. Right. right. But for the most part, I felt when we were watching it, the 3D was really good. And not distracting, although I felt like if I had seen it in standard viewing, I would have been like, man, I bet that looks good in 3D. Right. So it's right. it's okay to just knock but out 3D and just be fine with it. But yeah, you could it, easily it's, it's do not this a, in standard. It's too. not too big a deal, but it was it had its fun yeah. moments. The other thing that I wanted to uh, get to before we run out of time, too, is I just felt like I have to say, you know, we're talking about how so many parts of this movie worked which actually kind of became irritating because then the other parts that where it's like we just shifted and we were making a different movie. And part of what, you know, I could have theoretically like a really high rating for this movie. Uh I, you know, I feel like a lot of it is where things got cut and what we decided to use. Like there's the, you know, three hour version of this movie. And this movie is like too long anyway. It, it is. It should have about you it know, be just like a minute. It's so it's, con- so us. We, yeah, we say this, this every so week. But this this does feel it. There's at least fifteen minutes that should get cut yeah. out of this. But what what it makes me feel like is, you know, there's the three hour version of this movie somewhere. Yeah. And then it's like what did we cut out and what did we keep and what order did we put it in exactly. Right. 
And that part of making this movie, I feel like, has gone wrong. Yeah. There's other stuff in there. Like, you know, there are a lot of parts where I feel like there's, there's like, Fum, the other giant. Yeah. I'm like, you know, he's got more story on film somewhere. Yeah. And we right. just don't, we get, don't it get it in it. this version. Yeah. Because there's, like, more, and even, you know, the other ones that we don't see very much, like, you know, fee, by fo, fum, right? Right. I'm like, you know, there was some part where we were talking about them more, mm-hmm. and that's yeah. just not what made it into the final cut. And right. I'm like, you know what? That's the better movie. That's the, yeah. That gives you a little bit more to sink your teeth into, and I know it's out there somewhere. Right. And you can tell that there is, like, 20 minutes of various parts where we're talking to the giants or they're having their problems or whatever. Yeah. Because of the end where at the end, uh, the general, uh, mm-hmm. Bill Nighy, uh, giant gets separated from the main group of giants and Fum kind of like takes over. Right. And then they're attacking like the gate. Yeah. And there's a lot of parts that happen in those scenes where we watch him attacking the gate that you go, I know that refers to some other part that we didn't actually see. And it's just irritating that when you know there's another version out there where it's almost like, you know, Brian Singer was like, I'm doing this and I'm filming this and we're going to have this direction. And, you know, somebody is like pulling the purse strings going – Throw in a little more wackiness right, or right. make this sillier or if you've never I don't, I don't even know what if but. you've never and this is a quick digression, but we are we're getting closer. But I feel the exact same way. If you've never ever heard and you can find this on YouTube, you can find it on the internet everywhere, if you've never heard Kevin Smith talk about how he was supposed to write the new Superman movie and how they just wanted a big mechanical spider in it. Right. This is exactly what you're saying. Right. Like it's just somebody pulling the strings was like, no, I want that in there. Find a play to put it in. Right. And it doesn't fit the story or it makes the story go somewhere else unnecessarily. Right. But the guy with the money is telling you and, to put it in. So you and, and you know, it. there's, a, there's right. a certain, there's a certain part too. Like, you know, we're talking about princess bride a lot, right? Yeah. And, I just somehow, when I was watching the movie, I just kind of like felt that certain connection. But you know, the, whoever's got the money, right, is going. You know how much Princess Bride made in the box office, yeah. and you know how much I'm going to get. You know, 20 years from now, when people still once in a while buy the DVD or the right. 20th anniversary of the DVD, and everybody loves the movie and all that stuff. Right. You know, that movie did not get me my hundred million dollars back. Everybody right. may love it, and it's a great movie. Right. And yeah. you know, whatever. But you know, is Princess Bride like one of the biggest box office movies yeah. ever? No. no. I mean, long. it's a movie it everyone a loves. Huge, yeah, everyone. You have a movie like this where we're just dumping money into special effects and and paychecks for people who are in it and blah 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 and we want this great big thing there you know i feel like this is a movie that just had people throwing decisions at it that said look i have to make sure that i make my i i get my money and and making it you know going almost in a kind of artsy direction or or however you necessarily get me my money back yeah all right. Anyway, we're out of time, so we are we are really down to the wire on time. So, yeah. what's your rating? Two stars, just below average. Two. I was going three. I, I I feel like it's you know I had fun enough with it yeah. that it's just above average. Which 
you know, now we have to say we're we're bagging on how this thing's know, getting bad rating, and then you, you give it two, and I, I give it three. I You're gave giving it, it the rating. I'm giving it the rating, but I would do the same thing. I'd still give it a thumbs up and be like, still go check it out. It's a, it's right. a fun weekend it, film, but it, still, it's really fun. But critical of it too. But it's like I knew that was going to happen yeah. because it's like at at the beginning we're bagging on the fact I that know. it's getting bad rating, and it doesn't deserve the bad rating, yeah. and yet we're not giving it great ratings no. either. But Right. Of of how much fun and how good it is. So right. I, go. I, I seriously recommend people check it out. Yeah, next week is Oz, Oz, right? That comes out next week. Yep. So um thanks so much for tuning in and uh we will see you next week yeah. with Oz the Great and Powerful. The Great and Powerful. Bye. Cabela's is coming to Northern Virginia with a spectacular new store in Gainesville. Find everything you need for hunting, fishing, camping, and shooting sports, plus much more. Join us for our grand opening celebration Thursday, March 9th at 10 a.m. Be one of the first 500 in line and receive a Cabela's gift card worth up to $500, plus a chance to win one of three Remington firearms. See store for details. Don't miss Cabela's grand opening in Gainesville, located off I-66 and Highway 29 near Virginia Gateway. There is more to me, Queen Eliara of Elfgard, than my elven magic. Just as there's more to Geico than saving you money, Geico also gives you 24-7 access to licensed agents online, on the phone, or on the Geico app. And while I am a mighty elf queen, I am also a mighty big fan of barbecue potato chips. Minion! More smoky mesquite. Geico. Expect great savings and a whole lot more.